Welcome to Your Brand Amplified, the podcast where we interview marketers, publicists, and brands to learn their stories, what makes them tick, and tips and tricks that make a difference. It is such a lovely day today at Your Brand Amplified. I'm Annika Jackson, and I'm so excited to be here with G. Wright. How are you today, G? Doing great. Thank you for having me on your show. Absolutely. So I'm one of the reasons I'm so thrilled is because we're talking about something from we're talking about PR marketing from a different angle. You mm-hmm. have been a tour manager, uh, sound engineer for a couple few decades. Um, and so you've seen a lot. Um, yes. And so I love thinking of like how you approach media training and speaking mm-hmm. and all of all of the different things that we need for our clients. So before we get into that, I'd love for mm-hmm. you to talk a little bit about your background and how you got into music and fell into love with music. Okay, well, like you said, I'm G. I'm the producer and rock star media trainer at All Things Relax Studios. And it all started ever since I was like five years old. I wanted to be a radio DJ. Mm. So when I turned 16, I was still in high school. I became a commercial radio DJ. Nice. At, at the time, I was one of the youngest in the country. And then I, I started, you know, falling in love with sound and doing sound engineering. So at 18, I went out on the road with a USO type tour mm. and we performed at veterans hospitals all throughout the U.S. And while we were on tour, I ended up sneaking into a Whitney Houston concert. (laughs) Remember, rest in peace. And I met her tour manager and her sound engineer. And I saw the show at front of house at the soundboard. And when he put the headphones on and I heard Whitney's vocal in my ears, that was it. I decided that day that I was going to do that. So I spent the next 25 years working in the music industry, working with amazing artists and traveling all over the planet. And when we were traveling, we did a lot of media. Mm -hmm. So I was off camera to thousands of interviews, probably (laughs) literally over 25 years. So then what we did with my partner, Sandy D, the queen of podcast Zen, we created All Things Relax Studios. Mm -hmm. And now today I'm talking to you as a rock star media trainer. Yeah, that's so important. It's one of the things that people don't really realize and I think often when people are coming to us to get p- publicity, mm-hmm. they might not have experience in public speaking. They might mm-hmm. be shy about sharing their story. And mm-hmm. so what you do is vital to our industry. Well, is thank you. 100%. <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. So in that transition to becoming um, a rock star publicity coach, media training, mm-hmm. studio, um, your company. What has that journey looked like for you? Well, it all started with we, um, Sandy and I, we do a vision board each year, you know, right before New Year. So right. we created a vision board uh, for 2022, where we put on there everything we want to accomplish this year. We put on there the kitchen. We just got the kitchen renovated. We put on there going to France and, you know, because we've been there many times. And and what we did is we came up with a word of the year, each of us. Hers is connection and mine is clarity. Mm. So we put that on the vision board and then we also had rock star and we had media. And it just hit us like that, like, okay, rock star media training. 
Mm-hmm. We'll show coaches and authors and creative entrepreneurs how to speak with confidence and clarity, create a crystal clear message, and connect with their audience. And from that point on, everything was just focused on nice. rock star. And that's where we are right now. Awesome. Yeah. So when people work with you, are you mostly working online, virtually? Do you work in person? Because I know things are still so up in the air. And one thing we really saw with the advent of Zoom, which is how mm-hmm. we're talking today, um, and other platforms, is that there is a lot more flexibility of how you can work with people. What was so great is those bands I toured with, every interview had to be done in person, every mm-hmm. TV, radio station. Now, and I think the pandemic taught us a lot and the technology is there, we can literally do business with people all over the planet. So when people sign up for the band, they get access to all the training, videos, the workbook and and everything. The one-on-one sessions are done virtually Mm -hmm. with us. So we can really, you know, work with people. There is like in-person media training and they still offer that. And I I think that's a great idea, especially for companies and things. But what's great about this is that we can have band members all over the planet and they don't even have to leave their home office. Nice. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that because you have rock rock star training. You're you're saying using the word the band. I know we were talking about your set list of what you were going to talk about. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about how you frame the program. So one thing that I learned with working with all those artists is that they never walked out on stage without knowing what they're going to do. Nice. They never grabbed a mic and just said, well, (laughs) we don't have any songs tonight. We're not sure what we're going to (laughs) do. They rehearsed a Mm -hmm. lot. First, you have to create. So so the connection between what what the rock star and, and media training is, you have to rehearse and put together what your message is, right? With your stories. And once you know what your stories are, you can put them on a set list. So you don't have to rely on a script and you're not memorizing something like, oh, I need to remember that. Mm -hmm. You just have a piece of paper that looks just like the band set list, like I showed you earlier. I love it. (laughs) And it has all the different ideas you want to talk about is catered to every episode is different. But then all you have to do is share your stories. So that's where the whole rock star, share your story, you know, channel, you're in a rock star comes from. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So what are some of the aha moments that you've seen working with your clients in this way? I would say, I think everything starts with why, why you do what you do. And one of the first things we do with band members is we go through the SWOT analysis Mm -hmm. with them, the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. I think it's very important that everybody in business do a real evaluation of where they currently are. So, you know, we have, I won't mention names, but we had this client who on the SWOT analysis, one of the weaknesses was I have 10 things that I want to do and I don't know which one I have to pick one. And we're like, okay, instead of picking one, let's, let's pick three. What are things that you feel really comfortable with? So let's say, for example, it's I have a podcast show or a YouTube channel, right? Mm -hmm. Podcast. And I do group coaching and I do one-on-one coaching. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, then let's focus on that Mm -hmm. and put the other stuff on the side and then figure out and create your set list, your messaging, the power of three and features, benefits, everything that we go over catered to those three. And that way... 
You know, I think the I think the key with coaching across the board is that we are too close to our business, mm-hmm. and when we have somebody on the other side who can look at things and get a different perspective, you know, it, it makes us like, oh, you're right. I didn't realize that isn't a weakness. <laughs> That's really one of my greatest strengths. Yeah, and it's a potential opportunity for the future. Yeah. I think even it's very often, I think even in our business, I'm not doing all the marketing PR I need for my own business because I'm too busy focusing on other people's, right? And mm-hmm. so it, like you're saying, it's good to have somebody from an outside perspective kind of shining a light on what you need to focus in on and use other, you know, having those people on your bench and not even on your bench, like being your coach, being the best players on your team who have expertise in different areas and can help guide and advise you. Because I know even for myself, yes, I am a publicist, but mm-hmm. I have all these brand extensions that I'm thinking of for my company. But then do I really need to focus on those right now, to your point? Or do I need to focus on the core of my business and talking yeah. about that and propelling that forward? Yeah. And remember, every concert you've been to where the artist <laughs> goes out and grabs the mic, there's a team of people, he, she, and they behind the scenes, making sure everything is is set up and perfect before they walk out on stage. Mm-hmm. So I think as entrepreneurs, I think we can take too much on and we, we need to get, get to a point where we're open to having a team. Like you said, as a publicist, you know, we work with a lot of authors and we tell them you need a publicist to represent you to the media. The media mm-hmm. doesn't want to deal with the talent, just like in the music business. They never <laughs> wanted to deal with the talent, right? They want to deal with the representation of the talent. Yeah. And it protects everybody as well. So Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So some of the things that you talk about are also the techniques that our favorite singers that we all love to see perform use Mm -hmm. um, when they're they're performing and Mm -hmm. kind of incorporate some of those into your program and your modalities. So... Mm -hmm. What are some of those techniques that you don't mind sharing? <laughs> no worries. If, I mean, I think a lot of people think if someone's going to sing for an hour and a half, they need to warm up their voice. You know, they need to learn how to really project and how to control their voice, how to, you know, throat, uh, you know, and, and diaphragm and all that. But when you're public speaking or going on a show, this is an instrument mm-hmm. and you need to take care of your voice and learn how to warm it up. And it really starts with knowing what your voice sounds like. Mm. And that's where, you know, using the type of setup with mic and headphones and hearing every little characteristic. So if you start there and you know what your voice sounds like, and you put together your messaging using the power three and the top five and everything, the set list, all that, then you can bring in the vocal dynamics. And that's what makes the voice Mm. pop, the power of the pause. Yes. Excitement. And that's something that I don't think you get by using a script because a script isn't isn't emotional. Whereas when you're just having a conversation with somebody, it's emotional. And we often don't realize how many times we use certain phrases. We all have those like, you know, like yes. those things. Yes. And so yes. learning the positive pause, if you will. Mm-hmm instead of those filler words, is such a helpful technique. And if you use those filler words, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, 
if if you're just talking about what you do, why you do it, who you help, how you're different, then you can't screw it up. <laughs> you're just having a conversation. <laughs> like today, this show, we're just having a conversation. Right, exactly. So you know what people are looking for when, you know, on tour, obviously as a tour manager, you knew what venues were looking for and kind mm -hmm. of where to take your acts and how to mm -hmm. get them to perform. So what do you think producers are looking for when they're booking someone to speak on a program or show? I think, I mean, I don't want to offend anybody by saying this, but I mean, it, it, probably the same in, in your industry as in the music industry. Like I said, producers don't want to work with the talent. Mm -hmm. They want to work with a representation. They want to work with a publicist or another producer or somebody to work out all the logistics. And then when the talent comes in, the talent is dialed. The talent is ready to go. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, as, as, a, as a publicist, you have a client and you put them out on this TV show and you already have a relationship with that TV, you and that relationship, the, the producer, the booker, whatever, goes way back. And they come in there as a talent and they nail it. And they're like, wow, they are great. Well, that's a win for everybody. And now yeah. the producer wants to work with more of your clients and wants that client on other shows. Yeah. So the producer might go, wow, she was great. You know, I have a friend who just started at this new network mm. and they're looking for talent and she would be perfect. So I think if people understand that it's really about having the team and understanding that as, as the talent, you are the talent, you are important. You're the whole reason of the show. Mm -hmm. It's really important to have that team around you of people that can represent you and and train you and do things behind the scenes so that when you do get your chance to go on in front of media you're dialed you plug into the system you know with working with tv it's a segment it's a system it's a very fast-paced thing but if if you know exactly what you want to say and you go in there and you're dialed then you're going to get more tv appearances absolutely so two of the big things that you're talking about are having that team. So having that representation mm -hmm. and then the preparation, yes. making sure that you are prepared, that you have that set list, that you know, your talking points, that you know, your story. Yes. And I think you and I both talk about this a lot, probably um, in our respective fields. I'm always yep. about storytelling and sharing that authentic, mm -hmm. authentic story that is uniquely your own and yes. why you're the best person, maybe not for everybody, but for this segment of the market that you want to read your book or you want to experience coaching from you, you know, mm -hmm. or you want to sell this good or service to. Mm -hmm. And remember, you're just talking to one person. Mm -hmm. So even when you go on TV, don't, or even if you're on a, a podcast like today, or you're going on social media and you're, 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 you know, doing a one way, like where you're talking to the audience, don't focus on how many followers, don't focus on downloads, don't focus on how many you know, millions of people are watching TV. Just have a conversation with that person that you're being interviewed by. Mm -hmm. And by being your authentic self and, and that speaking with that clarity, you're going to connect with the audience because there's going to be people on the other side that are like, wow, how does she know me so well? <laughs> how does she know? That's exactly where I am right now in my business. How does she know me? Yeah. And that's that connection that what we call the X factor, right? Not the TV show, but the right. real X factor. <laughs> That there's something about that person that you feel like, wow, I've known that person before. Mm. Did we go to high school together? I feel like I know that person. Like <laughs> it's that 
comfortable level that that's really what's going to resonate with your audience, your readers and, and your viewers. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so you talked about when somebody starts working with you, mm -hmm. you start with a SWOT analysis, you get mm -hmm. to really think about who they are, what their positioning and what their message is going to be. Mm -hmm. um, and then how do you take that and then turn that into building up their confidence and being a confident speaker and having that clarity of message? That is a great question, because that's one thing that I think by just doing one-on-ones, you can kind of miss, miss mm -hmm. on a little bit. So we have training videos that when they sign up, and it's on Kajabi, so you can take it on your phone. They have those training videos they can watch anytime they want. Mm. And that's good. But then they have a workbook to go through, and we walk them through each one. So let's start with the SWAT. Let's start with the why. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about who are you? You yeah. know, like what's your title or what are the three things you want to be known for? Who is the person you're talking to? Like ours is authors, coaches, creative entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. That's who we're talking to. So if they don't fit within that system, it doesn't mean that they're not going to listen, but that's who you've got to really narrow yeah. down who you're talking to. So we walk them through all that. And then the one-on-ones are just a chance for them. Okay, now let's see what you got. Like the top five. They talk about or who you are, what you do, why you do it, how you're different, where people can find mm -hmm. you, how to work mm -hmm. with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you'd be surprised. I mean, you do a lot of interviews. You ask somebody a simple question and they're like, well, I don't know. And that's okay. But when you have your set list, when you have the rehearsal, and the biggest part, I'll say this about Rockstar, is the band, is you have a supportive group where you can practice your messaging. Mm. You don't want to go and practice it on shows. You don't want to go on your social media and practice. <laughs> you want to do what the bands do and practice somewhere in a private environment mm -hmm. where you can try things out, get constructive feedback and go, wow, I really dig that. That's awesome. And that's how we came up with Sandy D, Queen of Podcast Zen. Mm -hmm. She read a book about being, you know, that title. And now that's who she is. And, she, and that then we once you have that title, whatever it is, or, mm -hmm. you, you know, your why, then you can build everything around that. Yeah. It's funny because the way that you're helping teach people how to be great speakers and get their message out via speaking is the same way that I intake clients for PR strategy. Yes. So that because if they don't know their brand and they don't understand who they are and why they're doing this, mm -hmm. then it makes it a lot harder for me and my team to... Thanks promote them properly. Right. Yeah. I mean, it all starts, it's like I said, it sounds funny, but it's a band analogy. If the mm -hmm. band walked out on stage and had no songs to play, yeah. would you go back to the show? <laughs> no, no. I mean, in bands, they also know what their encore songs are going to be. They, they uh, know the emotion they want. They start out the yeah. show like big, you know, like you go see like the weekend or something and the stage is like lit up and everything <laughs> is and then in the middle, it goes down and then all of a sudden the iPhones come out and it looks like everyone's got candles. All that stuff is strategic and, and playing the big song at the end, the encore, getting them on their feet. Or sometimes bands will leave them where they walk off stage and the audience is singing the song. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, Queen and, and Bohemian Rhapsody. And I love yeah. that movie. And I just watched it the other night again. You know, I mean, like. When you go out on stage and you can go boom, boom, pow, boom, boom, pow, and everybody in yeah. the stadium knows what song is coming, 
and how the feeling is and they're anticipated, that is power. That is very, yeah. And when you do and get your messaging together and people go, oh, I know her. She's the one who does this. She's this or he's this or that or they is this. You know what I mean? That stands out. That becomes the chorus of the song. That's what people remember. Nice. How long is the program? Is it a certain number of weeks and modules? Um, and it that- is. Oh, sorry. Uh, it is no. self-paced. You get all the video training right up front on the Kajabi app and on the computer. You get the workbook and you can work through it at your own pace. Mm. Uh, The one-on-ones, we try to, you know, you get three when you sign up. We try to stage those out a little bit. And it really depends on what what exactly the band member wants in it. Like if they're Mm. really comfortable on camera and they're just like, I need to just fine tune some things, Mm. then that one-on-one is going to be a lot different. Than someone who, you know, like what, what Sandy overcame, the fear of public speaking, that's going to be a different strategy altogether. And it's going to be a different pace. So in terms of if it's weeks, I wouldn't say it's like so many weeks. I would say give it at least two weeks if, if you're brand new at doing mm-hmm. this. But it's an ongoing thing. And that's what the band is, is that, OK, I've got this interview and I'm going to try this out. What do you guys think? And then next week, hey, it went well. What do you think? You know, nice. like it's that ongoing support yeah well yeah. That, you, you just answered my next question which yeah. was um i'm sure people come in at different levels and some people mm-hmm. need more time to develop the mm-hmm. skills and some people as you said just need to fine-tune a few things it's it's like with with music or performing there's no rush yeah there's no rush i mean we got to remember that our favorite singers and performers have been doing it for 20 years mm-hmm. their first show was not that great but yeah. they kept going for 20 years. And now even the ones that passed away, rest in peace, their music still lives on. It's, yeah. Absolutely. And it's even interesting to think about like cover bands. Mm-hmm. Cover bands have to play, they often play together for many years as well. Yes. So that they can really get into the rhythm and perform to their optimum ability as well as the bands that they're covering. That is a tough gig because think about <laughs> you're doing, okay, you're doing a Prince song. So you have to get into Prince mode and then you're doing a Michael Jackson song and you have to like, that is a mm. talent that just, just, you know, I mean, that's amazing talent that you can have one artist that can perform so many different genres and, and things. But yeah, think about how much rehearsal goes in before they go on stage. Mm. And that's what, that's all we want people to understand. It's not like, you go in an interview, you have to say the right thing. It has to be perfect. It's it's just the more time you put into it. Yeah. Like with your clients, the more you, you know, from like the first interview to the 10th interview, the person stays the same, but their confidence level. Absolutely. Changes. Yeah. You know, a hundred percent. And even if you have, I have had radio shows and other mm-hmm. shows, but then even starting my podcast for the first time was a different experience. And I had to give myself some grace as a host to get better and to improve and go, okay, you know what? That's not really the the way I want this podcast to go. Let me expand it and let me try this other thing. So yeah, on both sides, we're always trying to get better and improve what we do. That's what bands do. They start playing a show and then they do another (laughs) show and another show. And if people think of 
every time they perform as a show, and we have that in the workbook where you can keep track of your shows, nice. you know, and look at it like, okay, you're going on IG to talk to your audience. To us, that's a show. Yeah. You're going on a podcast, that's a show. So take it, you know, like you said about like the, overcoming the fear of public speaking. If you take away the pressure that it has to be perfect, because it's not, it's just a conversation. <laughs> You take away that you're talking to millions of people or hundreds or thousands. It's not. It's one person. And you take away that every time you talk and share your story, you're going to become more comfortable with sharing your story. Mm. So the more shows you do, the better you're going to get. But if you go out and do 20 shows and you don't know what you want to say and reach the right people, the, the, the downside is that now you have a catalog of a lot of stuff out there that maybe isn't the message mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's not that you doing bad shows it's just you know when, but when you feel confident with who you are it, you don't think about it anymore you know it's just like the band's performing on stage yeah so yeah. another question about when people start working with you mm -hmm. like you had the one person who had like 10 things they wanted to do and so you mm -hmm. narrowed it down to three do you often find that's the case because i know i used to think i liked working with people who were multiple entrepreneurs you know, they mm -hmm. had a lot of different things going on. They wanted this and this and this. Yep. And then I realized, wow, okay, but they're not focusing on the right thing. And it, sometimes it can be hard to redirect their focus into their sweet spot, which then mm -hmm. will lead to everything else. I think we have to be really crystal clear on what we want to do. And that doesn't mean just one thing. That's why we say three. It's like you tie them all, all together. Plus, when you're talking, as we talk about with the power of three, then you're, you're directing people like, hey, how can you work with me? Well, check mm -hmm. out the website, check out my show or check out, you know, my book that just got launched. You know, like you've got your your three. You don't want to go out there and be like, I do this, 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 this. And likewise, talking to people, if you're this, if you're this, if you're this, if you're spaghetti against the wall, mm -hmm. because like what, what's the phrase? If if you try to talk to everybody, nobody listens. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. a good one. Right. <laughs> so you go out there and you talk to that one person and, and you're very, so I agree with what you're saying about you want, and, and as a, as a publicist, right, you want a client who you is dialed it. When you reach out to the media, you know, exactly. Yeah. But you have that angle. Maybe it's, maybe the story is different or the story is the same, but there's an angle to that that really resonates with that show. Absolutely. And because it's it's one of the three things that they focus on, it's like, yeah, this is great. So I, I imagine we've gone a little bit out of order from your set list. <laughs> We're doing fine but on I, the set list. Oh, awesome. I wanted to say, what's, what, what have we missed? What's next on your set list? <laughs> and I, right. and I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> well, I could tell you about the time that the Queen of Soul called me personally Ooh. and hired me. That was cool. Aretha Very Franklin, cool. may she rest yeah. in peace. I thought it was a, a practical joke and I called the number and, and because artists never really call you directly. That's another thing to re remember <laughs> with TV. The talent never really reaches out to the producer on TV. It's always a publicist or mm -hmm. somebody who represents. It's always an agent who calls or a manager. So when I got this voicemail and it's like, you know, Mr. Wright, would you like to? I'm like, oh, my God, is that really like? Are you guys pranking me? You know, like, no, we would have said Britney or something. If we were pranking you. It was like, I mean, and and she hired me and I went and did the show. And by just having that on my resume, 
that in itself just launched me into a different mm. realm. And, you know, I could talk nice. about working with the Jonas Brothers and yeah. you know, Honor Society and, and performing a show in front of 100,000 people for the first time. And now, oh gosh. you know, the, the, the fear of uh, imposter syndrome can really step mm. in and, and take control. And we have to really just really get into our why, why we do it and you got a ton of stories we could talk about. I think the point, the stories are so important. Sharing our stories is so important yeah. because yeah. we all have lessons. I don't want to say failures. We all have things that have been huge lessons for us and we all yes. have huge successes. And when you're looking at somebody's social media, you're looking at their website, you're seeing the best. Yes. You're not hearing that. And I think that's one of the things that actually podcasting, being on TV, having the opportunity to speak and use your voice directly can help create that difference and help you share those other sides of your story that make you more relatable to the audience and make them buy in more because they said, like you said earlier, oh, that resonates with me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I understand that. I need to work with that person because they're going to get me. Absolutely. And when we say about sharing stories, it doesn't have to be this crazy, like, oh, I ran into this <laughs> famous person. It's like, what what does your, your customer want? They want what you have. They want the hero's journey that yeah. you went through. So if you just start your story as, you know, ever since I was growing up, I wanted to do this. But and it's all authentic, whatever your story is. Mm-hmm. But I went into the corporate world and for 20 years, I worked for somebody else. And then at this point, I realized that I want to be my own boss. I want to do this. That's why I created this for you or whatever, you know, like, like you said, yeah, I think with social media, we can put out whatever, like this facade, really, you know, as I call it in the music industry, this image that everything is this. But when you go on a show, that's when you really get to know what the person is like. That's when you get to decide, is this somebody I can work with? Is this somebody that, feels like you know they'll be great part of the team Mm -hmm. you know yeah well and then once somebody goes through your program Mm -hmm. then do they get to continue they can they continue coaching is there a group they can still be part of or do you offer other services like helping them get on speakers bureaus or lists or creating their reel for speaking or any, you know, their press kit, any of that stuff. We just launched this and it's great that you say that because Mm. that's what we're doing now. We're identifying and creating the network of people that we work with. So when we have band members that are ready for a publicist, we have like, Hey, here's, you know, reach out this person like, and, and TV producers and, and things like to get, to get started, right? And the speaker thing is is a great a great idea as well. So it's really about creating the community yeah. and having that community of professional people that can help each other out and really, you know, like we, we encourage people promoting their business and mm. talking about their shows and practicing their messages in the in the band. Yeah. You know? Mm, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, my next question was going to be, what's next for yep. you? And I think you just told us <laughs> a little bit. As, that's, I, that's what we're yeah. doing. We're, we, we got this launched. We got some clients coming in. I'm doing a ton of uh, interviews. I just launched my show, G's Backstage Pass, nice. on LinkedIn and YouTube, where I interview people. Sandy has her show, and we're in the third season now. All Things Relaxed with Sandy D. 
And it's funny because she's an introvert Virgo who was terrified of public speaking. <laughs> and I'm the extrovert Gemini. And I've, I've been on stage in front of 10,000 people announcing bands and don't get nervous. Yeah. So she basically went through the program before we even had this yeah. as a program. And all we do is combine our experience and her, you know, journey, the hero's journey, right, of her going from being terrified to speak in public to hosting a show that is all over the world, just like yeah. this one, you know? Yeah, that, that's really beautiful. And I think the best things come out of that kind of organic need that we see for something yes. and then yes. taking our passion and our skill set and the possibility of what we could create mm -hmm. and how we can help people get better at whatever that thing is right i'm an extrovert sagittarius so i love <laughs> i love extrovert? having these conversations yeah. and i also love the fact that i get to meet amazing people and hear their stories and journeys mm -hmm. and learn new things on every episode that i am interviewing people on so yeah this is yeah. this is great i've listened to your show it sounds great this is oh, I, I mean really thank you again for having me on the show this is very no, it's very cool yeah. What is the easiest way for people to find you and to learn more about how they can participate in one of your programs or just follow you so they can see both of your shows? Yep. So the best way to reach us and to join the band and be part of Rockstar Media Training is at allthingsrelaxstudios.com. Nice. And then we are really active on LinkedIn as well. So you can connect with us on LinkedIn and IG. And we're on all the platforms, but really the website is where, you know, and check out Sandy's podcast, All Things Relax with Sandy D. And the last one is my show, G's Backstage Pass, which I just launched on YouTube. Yay. There you go. Awesome. All right. Love it. Yeah. Well, is, um, is there anything that we haven't shared that you really wanted to make sure our audience knew or that they were left with? I think it's really important that even if you're a coach and you're in a market where there's in your mind a thousand or a million, whatever mm. coaches, everybody is unique. Everybody has a voice and it deserves to be heard. And everybody has a different journey and has different experience. So don't be frustrated or feel like, well, I can't do this because there's already other people out there. I, I, I told this, I dealt this with band, band members, lead singers. You know, and they get discouraged when they're starting out. And I said, look, if every band that saw the Rolling Stones just quit, <laughs> there would never be another band. So don't go out there and be the Rolling Stones. Look at them and, and learn again mm -hmm. how to be that way. But really own who you are and what your music is, what your story is, and what make. And you will find your fans. Mm -hmm. And they'll be fans of both. They'll be fans of the Stones and fans of your band. Exactly. Don't get discouraged if it's like, well, this coach is doing all this and I can't compete with them. There's no competition. That's all in our mind. Everybody has an individual story that they can share. Oh, what a, what's, those are some really great words of wisdom and inspiration. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Thanks. And then do you have a favorite quote or a mantra that you live by? I would say, and I talk about this in the band too, but I would say that in the music industry, I always heard there's an ego to talent ratio. Hmm. The higher the ego, the lower the talent. Oh, interesting. The higher the talent, the lower the ego. So that means every interview you go on, every conversation, you treat it like it's the best. 
the biggest. You know, you treat every small podcast like you're going on live TV with the same professionalism. And you treat your clients the same way. Like if you have one client or a hundred or a thousand, you treat them like you want to be treated, right? And because people that are really confident and, and know what they're doing, most of it, they don't have egos. Yeah. They're very down to earth. They're just like, hey, you know, like Richard Branson, like, what do you do? I just build business. I want to go to the moon. So I'll go to the moon. I'll do like very down to earth, very not, not caught up in ego. Yeah. Or I think that's something. Aretha Franklin calling you directly. <laughs> that was very down to earth. You know, that I'll, was, yes. So I have one funny story. Yes. Um, I worked at a magazine called Ray Gun. You may know it. It was, um, Yes. Yeah. So I, and yes. I start I started out, it was a very music centered, but also very art kind of counterculture, designy, funky magazine. And mm -hmm. I started out there. I knew I was moving into the marketing department, but I filled in for the receptionist. And this is before there was voicemail. I think voicemail was just starting to become popular. So I'm aging that. myself a little bit, but that's okay. I'm in the same age range. Uh, I picked up the phone um one day. Just answer, you know, answer the phone and direct it wherever it needed to go. And it was David Bowie calling. No our, way. Calling for one of our writers. And I was like, like, that was such a fangirl moment for me because I had to like be cool. But, it, you know, he was calling to talk to a specific one of our journalists who was writing, who was a friend of his oh, and writing wow. about him. Yeah. So See, that, that's that awesome. was pretty amazing. That's <laughs> awesome. See, and that, I mean, when you share a story, it's authentic. And it's like, and at the time you're like, wow, is this really happening? And then now, wow. Like, he, like he's actually calling. He's, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't his manager, his agent. It's like, I, I think artists at that level, they would just do everything themselves, you know? Yeah. And, man, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. David Bowie's one of our favorites. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Well, thank you so much, G. This has been just a really delightful conversation. Absolutely. I know that thank you, Anika. I, I love the way that you're you approach what you're teaching. I love that it's we have a lot of commonalities in the way that we mm -hmm. approach media training, rock star media training, and then how I approach public relations and working with clients on the marketing side separately. Yes. Um, so hopefully this will give the audience a lot to think about and a lot to consider of when they're putting together their messaging and when they're putting together their approach, have that set yes. list. Yes. Have a team. Yes. Make sure you're speaking with confidence and clarity. I love those yes. as your words for the year. So perfect. Awesome. Thank you again. Thank you yes. so much for having me on thank the show. You. And thank you to our listeners for coming back for another week. I will put the links to everything in our show notes. So you can easily find G's podcast, Sandra G's podcast, and all of their materials, how to reach out to them. And be sure to go on all three of the, our podcasts, not only give it a listen, but also leave a review, leave some stars, five if you really like it, yes. leave a comment. Those things help us and we really love seeing them too uh, as content creators. And with that, We'll sign off for another week of your brand Amplified, and I'll be back again next week with another great episode. Want more? Check out AmplifyWithAnnika.com or follow me on socials at AmplifyWithAnnika.com.